welcome to marriage talk in today's marriage talk we have max and tatiana all the way from sydney in conversation with pastor priji on how to handle cultural and personality differences between spouses and raise their children and build a godly marriage not to forget we have something for singles too stay tuned greetings in jesus name Uh, welcome to Marriage Talk Podcast. It is such a joy to greet all of you guys. Thank you for tuning in one more time. This morning, I'm excited to introduce you guys to Mats and Tatiana. Uh, they are all the way from Sydney. Uh, we'd love to hear their story. We'd love to learn from them. Uh, so uh, over to you guys. Would you take a moment to greet our listeners and say hello? We'd love to know a little bit about you, uh, where you're from, and how you met each other and how long you've been married um and a little bit about your family thank you preji that's a, that's a lot of questions they will try and keep it short um firstly just to say thank you for the opportunity of joining your podcast and um getting to know you a little bit and and your listeners as well um my name is max and um tatiana and i have been married for 10 years um originally we're south americans we're living in sydney now but we were born in Argentina and Colombia and mm. we've been Christian uh for a long time we've been following the Lord for a long time we met at church we met at church actually in in Sydney and um we have both been involved in various jobs and careers b- before um but God has really um brought us to a, in a journey and planted in our hearts the desire to help couples who are struggling in their marriages and in their relationships and um after a number of years we've really recently uh, as about a couple of years ago we've established let love happen and um we wanted to share some of our journey and our wounding in in our previous relationships with other people and be a source of hope to christian marriages mm-hmm. and people who are doing it tough um what we don't like to hear is those stats around the the breakdown in in even within the church um in families and marriages so mm-hmm. our heart is really to restore a million marriages that's our mission mm-hmm. worldwide um and we've got some we've got kids as well I'll let Tatiana jump in here because I tend to hog the mic um pretty so she she'll start to <laughs> sort of prod me and say let me say something in a second <laughs> no just to add with, to what max said um yeah we have three daughters all girls um a toddler we say a toddler uh and um 9 years old and a 13 year old and um we certified counselors and family therapist and uh, 2 years ago we specialized um, in couples and that's our ministry wow so so beautiful and and you mentioned how both of you are from uh, south america and uh, you would have different uh, backgrounds different cultures and now you're in sydney and that's like a new place a new culture new uh, environment to be in I want to understand from your perspective how have you navigated um, in your personal life and how you've experienced as you've seen other couples when it comes to the family of origin when it comes to people having different upbringing different cultures different perspectives different value systems 
why is it important for me to understand where my spouse comes from and why is it important for uh, me to understand what are the things that i have brought into this marriage because of where i come from i'd love to hear your thought about it what a great question look the the um what we have found in doing the work with in relationships and with couples is that um often when we get together with our partner or a spouse um the 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 romantic phase is the one where we assume that our partner uh communicates in the way that we have grown used to that they do conflict management in the way that our family did it that they have rules around um family in the way that we have grown used to as little kids um but what tends to happen is in the first few months the first year is the reality phase kicks in and that's where we realize that you know my my wife or my husband um doesn't do conflict in the way that i do conflict or don't communicate in the way that we communicate or they bring expectations and rules and um discipline patterns and strategies that are vastly different um so one of the things we love to do in in our work is to bring clarity around um looking at your family of origin looking at the rules the expectations the ways that you have uh grown up and uh your place in the family um the birth order sometimes the eldest goes really well with a middle or a younger child uh in their family and the power dynamics that get played out in there um so all that stuff is so so critical to understand otherwise you'll just make assumptions that the other person will do and and approach life in the way that that you do it um so that's like the family system lens um but there's also the individual lens which is the values that are important to you that might be different to your spouse and so we also do work around finding out what you love that may be different to the way that your partner does life or 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 enjoys life or um so and it's a lot of fun i mean when when we work with couples and we unpack that personality testing and family background and the family history it's a real eye opener yes non-negotiable non-negotiable it has to be done uh, in order for couples to be healthy they need to understand where they they both each come from um the spoken and unspoken rules and um how they they the role models how they grew up uh, their upbringing is very important and understanding each other in that aspect i think it, it's huge it makes a huge difference in the intense of health of a couple that's that's right uh, like you said it's it's a non-negotiable it is not something we can uh, keep it uh, for another time or another uh, you know opportunity it's something that we have to deal with at the very beginning of our journey uh, in as a couple and sometimes i i feel that the primary reason we have uh, conflicts or lack of understanding in marriage because of family of origin is because both of our families have differing sets of values like for example me and my wife i come from a house where my parents they preferred to help us enjoy the moment whatever you have 
with whatever little money you have they they would want us to enjoy the day the best whereas my wife came from a home where her parents they wanted to save for a better day they they would try to not uh, spend everything that they have today and they would keep it for a later time when they can build a house now both are good value system but when it comes together in in a in a marriage it seems like it's a conflicting value system uh, so how do you navigate through a crisis like this and in your marriage bring a set of value systems where you know you're acknowledging both sets of values and you're growing in complementing instead of conflicting each other we love that the complementing versus conflicting or what we like to say opposites attract yeah. um but then opposites attack as well so so preacher to answer the question first thing that we would recommend is that we take the time to evaluate those family rules um because just because we grew up in a family that valued living in the moment or that valued saving for a rainy day doesn't necessarily mean you subscribe to that view as an adult and sometimes we just go along with the rules that we have grown up with without taking the time to reflect and um come up with what makes sense for us and i think just having the conversation with your spouse with your partner is a really great start we have a great exercise that we get couples to do where they identify their values and their family of origin um background and then they have a conversation about those and and we say to the people that we work with you don't have to have the same values as each other you just need to be able to work together and you also don't have to compromise your values um you need to somehow come together and support the growth and the values of each other in ways that are going to make sense for you and the other thing we find in terms of working with people is we tend to assume that if you come from the same culture or the same city or the same people group then their values will be similar and you'd be very surprised that you know just because you're south american married to a south american or a indian married to another indian the values as you know can be very very different in terms yeah. of family yeah And just to summarize in terms of strategies to help couples um to navigate this I think it, it takes three components so first the self awareness that each one has to have to you know to know where they come from what is playing a part um the second one is the communication they need to communicate uh, what they know from each other and what they know from the family of origin and um, the third one is acceptance acceptance and a um, negotiating those um values and i think that sometimes we keep this for a very later part of our life when we reach a crisis point um, and uh, there is so much of conflict that you can't um, you know make everyday life decisions and then we rush to a counselor to uh, sort out these uh, emotions and these feelings and these value clashes but it would be wiser to handle this early on in life and to accept and embrace each other you know with their value systems understand that early on in life so a lot of our listeners are also unmarried couples and sometimes even singles who are working towards their marriage 
what advice would you give them what should they keep in mind when they are in their dating phase or when they are about to get married how can they uh, make sure to enter into marriage with a clear heart and you know with the right perspective oh, yeah we would say it can be very tempting in the early stages to not invest in the work um because you're in that romantic phase you tend to you know see life with red colored glasses um but it's much better to invest in the relationship early on so we love to see couples in their first year pre-marital counseling programs and courses are so vital much better than the ambulance at the bottom of the of the hill um what we tend to see are couples who come in at the 7 to 8 year mark 10 years down the track and they haven't done this work. Mm. It's really basic work of understanding each other, uh knowing how to work with your personality, respecting how God has made each other and um honoring that. Uh and we we're just surprised that they've left it so long and you're really f- functioning in an unhealthy pattern and functioning in pain when you could have prevented that by investing it early investing in it early on. Yes. So the advice would be uh don't leave it until it's you know ingrained. The patterns are really hard to shift later on. Um if you have an opportunity to to start a relationship to start a marriage on a good footing um biblically we know God wants us to plan and to plan well and um what a great investment that you can make early on and a gift for your kids yeah. down the track as well and it is not just about a course of pre-marriage counseling although that's helpful many times but doing the work with a couple therapist um i think it it does make a huge difference because um the couple they get to know uh, better each other it's not just a manual of workbooks and a classes some classes that you go lessons that you go every week for like two months when we did it this is actual work that is um strategic um very well thought to make sure couples are equipped in the best way to start the journey of the marriage yeah we say anything less than two months or three months it's probably not worth um not worth the, your while it definitely takes time you know we live in a generation in a time where we want everything quick we don't want to go through a process we want to see results whether it's working out in a gym or whether it's uh, fixing your finances or your business or your marriage uh, we want a quick fix and um, sometimes that's why we end up making blunders and we you know we skip the process and we try to just get a few nuggets from instagram reels uh, and we think that we have all that it takes to do a good marriage and you know sorry you know. i just want to add to that one i think you know when you are getting married you're very excited um um you know these couples then tend to make huge investment in a wedding many many different days and address and this huge investment there and i think it's more than investing in a pretty dress and like we were talking last time with a friend they invest in the dress that they're going to wear for the rest of the marriage which is that knowledge and that understanding and not doing like you know you go to the dentist when the you know the tooth is really hurting like you do the pre-work it will save a lot right i i love that perspective because um you you know that what the dress you wear at the wedding sometimes you don't necessarily go back to wearing that dress but 
um, what you prepare to wear for the rest of your lives to serve each other in a better way that goes a long long way and uh, let's let's talk about children for a moment because um, you know uh, somewhere down the line many marriages they struggle to adequately hand down to the children the right value system because you know for me and my wife you know we didn't have as many clashes as we had after we had children because when we had children i wanted to raise them the way my parents raised me and she wanted to raise them the way that her parents raised her and we were like very convinced that this is the right thing to do this is the right way to do and we've been in different church contexts as well you know different denominations different ways of worship and serving and all of that so everything played a big role when it came to how do we train our kids what ways do we discipline them what ways do we teach them something is right or wrong uh, so i want to understand from your perspective how can newly wed or even those that are expecting parents how can they prepare to train their kids in a way that their family of origin doesn't impact them the way that it has impacted some of us in the later years of our relationship how can we safely help and train and you know give them exposure to everything and not just give them a very narrow way of uh, doing life yeah what a, what a great question in response to that i'd say the god's principles for parenting are cross cultural and cross familial right um so that that would be the first the first point is if you can reflect with your spouse or with your wife with your husband and um have in mind what are god's principles for parenting how do we discipline what does he expect us to do how do we do that well and then you can borrow from the ways that maybe um you were raised or your partner was raised and uh, if they align with that that's great but you see it through the lens of the gospel mm-hmm. and um and what's wise and 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 then you use that the other reminder for couples who may be expecting or who are newly parents is to just be easy on yourselves because having kids is an enormously stressful thing and i think most couples don't realize that until mm. they have them um in fact we have done the the data with some of the couples that we support and we counsel and often they present for counseling uh near the birth of the first or the second child um or in you know in the first year or so of the the new baby and and that makes a lot of sense because they have to get used to this the the stress that comes with raising kids right kids are wonderful they're a gift but they are um they do put pressure on families and couples and we often don't have that mentoring this is why we love what you do there preeti because you're providing mentoring and help to couples and families um the village you know is the helping of the church providing guidelines and i think certainly in australia we've lost a, a lot of that mm-hmm. and we're expecting families to work it out on by themselves and if you look back 50 years 40 years ago you'd have the grandparents and the community to <clears throat> to model and to help you with it um and so i'd say as well as as the support from counseling and 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 support programs 
that mentoring mm. and that coaching that can come from the church or trusted um, others is really critical and really important. Yeah, yeah that, that, that goes a long way, especially when you have a community that stands beside you and saying, okay, this is not life-threatening. You, you, will, you will come out of this strong. And they, they model what marriage is supposed to be. They model what uh, love is supposed to be. Um, that's that's really powerful. Since you guys take couples through this process where they can identify, you know, character traits that have been, um, you know, deposited into them through their family of origin. Um, let me ask you this question. Is it easy to acknowledge uh, that, hey, I have this weakness because of, you know, where I come from? Is it e easy to trace that character trait back to a parent and what is the way in which you actually take somebody to identify those issues that they are experiencing right now maybe a result of their upbringing maybe a result of how they saw their parents uh, because some of these can be very sensitive things and we don't want to always acknowledge it or even to accept that you know this is because of my family uh, we may end up always projecting the mistake on somebody else rather than accept that, okay, I also have been handed down all these things from my parents. So is it easy to trace those character traits? And what is the process to identify some of these character traits that can become a stumbling block in my relationship? Um, the way we do that, Priji, is we, we watch that fifth commandment. So we say we want to respect our parents. <clears throat> Um, but we normalize for couples that really parents usually do the best that they know how to do with the skills and the knowledge that they were given. And so we, we sort of err on the side of grace when we go into the family of origin work. And most people respond well to that and understand that mum or dad were just doing the best or they came from their own brokenness or they had woundedness that they didn't deal with. And so we give them a grace for that. But at the same time, we'd go through the process of identifying the hurts and yeah. the pains that they've and the traumas that they may have gone through. And um, Tatiana used the word accepting and coming to terms with yeah validating that, that, that hurt. Yes, the two keys for inner healing. The two keys we, for inner healing, which are to, um, to understand forgiveness and, and to get rid of resentment and to move forward from that. And then also to understand our Christian identity um, that goes beyond, you know, the, the words that maybe were spoken over us from our parents or our significant others and to... Uh, stand up straight, you know, and and into the the thing that God has called you to, or the person that God is making you become. That's a beautiful transformational journey, um, but I think the most challenging aspect is when when couples, um, individuals, I will just speak because it's an individual journey, uh, transform and they healed. Um, they then encounter some barriers with their own family where they need to establish healthy boundaries to preserve the positive change. And that's when we see that it, uh, they, they do, they, some challenges emerge. Um, so they need to find the balance to continue honoring the, the parents, but at the same time they need to protect 
all the positive change and the transformation they have achieved in the healing journey. Yeah, that, that's that's very challenging. I, I have seen how it's easy to just block them out completely and to not have a relationship with certain people, but to continue to honor them, continue to love them, and at the same time draw boundaries. That's That's very tricky, especially when kids are involved, especially when there are so many emotions and things that are at stake. But thank you for sharing your heart. And if there's anything uh, on a concluding note that you would like to share uh, with our listeners and also introduce some of your programs uh, that you run for couples, if they are interested to sign up or if they're interested to receive personal counseling, uh, it'll definitely help them. Thank you so much for, for that. Look, I think it is to... There's two opportunities, one for pre- preventing problems, you know, you, you have tools that are available, available to stop you from getting in trouble, and then the, the cure, cure options, which are curing and working on those issues that are already existing. So you have those two options, and um, it is never late to work on those um, issues and those barriers that you might be experiencing as a couple. The most important thing is that um, whether they are in the option one or two, in the preventing or in the cure, um, they don't wait because the longer you wait, the more harm you're going to create to your marriage. And sometimes we think we can do it on, on our own, but God has placed um, help for a reason and um, God can work through multiple sources of help. So I think he grab into the help available, whatever form that takes or it looks like, do it and don't wait uh, for that. If you want to add anything, babe? Uh, just that we, we some that was beautifully said, babe. Uh, the, the, the only thing I'd add to that is that it's not just in terms of the benefit for your relationship and your kids and your children's children, but there's so much research out there and studies around um, longevity and physical health and um, and spiritual health that comes yeah. from having a strong marriage and a healthy marriage. For whatever reason, it might you know if you want to live longer, if you want to be healthier in terms of your heart and your health having a healthy relationship and a healthy marriage and and good intimacy does wonders for all that so whatever the reason is as tatiana said um, choose to invest in it Um, sometimes there's fear around the stigma of seeking out help Um, we 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 have encountered that in working with different ethnicities what we would say is try to overcome that and see it in the in the same way that you go to a, a PT, you go to the, 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 the gym, you have your accountant, you have mm. why why not having a relationship coach or a therapist that is uh, invested in, in you and in the health of your relationship and that that uses faith as one of the one of the elements of their practice wow that's that's beautiful you know you nailed it there when you said that if if we are not ashamed in going to an accountant or to a personal trainer why be ashamed in going to a therapist and uh, thank you to the both of you Um, how can our listeners get in touch with you letlovehappen.org that's that's your website yes so letlovehappen.org Oh, in Instagram, people can find us in Let Love Happen or without the dot. 
And um, that's ORG. Yep. Yeah. That all the information is in there, Pridgey. So if people go to letlovehappen.org, um, you can find out a little bit more about our story. Um, there's information there on how we can work with you, our programs. There's a few free resources in yes. there as well. So make sure that you check it out and um, yeah, uh, reach out for help and. Sometimes we work with one partner. It doesn't have to be the couple together. So there's right. options there for both as well. Yeah. It was an absolute delight to chat with the both of you. Uh, could you just conclude with a word of prayer? Just bless our listeners and just speak whatever the Lord has put on your heart. We'd love to do that, Preji. Thanks for the opportunity again. Um, Father God, we just thank you for uh, Preji and his ministry. Um, we pray over all the listeners and uh, the churches in Bangalore and in India generally, may you uh, shine your face on them. Uh, may, you, may they sense the, your spirit and your comfort. And we pray a blessing and prosperity, health and healing in your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you once again uh, for joining us on this podcast. We hope to see you in person in India oh, sometime soon. And you're also welcome to come here. We'd love to do that. Thank, Thank you, you Preeti. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Hope it was a blessing to you. Do visit pastorpreeti.com slash podcast to subscribe for more resources related to marriage and various topics.